Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Mike Ellis, thanks for joining us. What a wrap. Yes, it was, mate. I was wondering who you were talking about for a while. <laughs> well, I'm going to talk to you about the Perth Wildcats, your beloved Perth Wildcats. First question, serious question, are they making up numbers in the playoffs? No, I don't think they are. I mean, if you look at their their uh, form, it's been up and down. But realistically, as they say, Peter, you're only as good as your last game. And in their last game, they were pretty good. So uh, I think there's any number of teams in this league that have the chance to win it. I think Mel- uh, sorry, uh, I think Sydney are the clear favourites. Um, but I think any of those others can make it and... You know, I think teams that are five and six, they have to be really, really on their game to be able to move to the next level. That's where the cats sit. Uh, But on any given day, if they play the way they can, I think they're able to get it done. Okay, saying that, explain to me how you can be so poor on a Friday against the Cairns Taipans and then all of a sudden take on the minor premiers, the Sydney Kings, who we must also mention had didn't have a lot to play for. They were going to finish top regardless whether they won, loss or drew, um, and play so much better on a Sunday in that short turnaround. Okay, you're at home, you don't have to travel, but explain to me the mindset here. Yeah, well, mate, I wish I could because if I could, I'd bottle it and I'd sell it, and I reckon I'd make it a fortune because, you know... It, It's beyond me as well. I looked at that Friday night game and I came away from watching that game going, oh my goodness, these guys aren't even going to make the playoffs the way they're playing here. Um, I guess they had their back to the wall. Um, The interesting thing about that, Peter, was that last year was exactly the same. They had the last game of the season. They just had to win against a reasonable side, but they still just had to win and they made the playoffs and they lost. They really capitulated in that game. I thought this game they really uh, lifted and and really did step up to the mark. So I think that pressure was there. Uh, admittedly, it was a sellout crowd, and I think the crowd actually carried them along a little bit. But really did they uh, they were as loud as I've ever heard the arena. Perth Arena was uh, amazing on Sunday. So I think that helped, and it just got them. And they made a couple of buckets, and then all of a sudden the crowd got on behind. And then they just rode that wave all the way through, and it was uh, it was impressive. It really was. Yeah, think. it certainly was. So they've got the Southeast Melbourne Phoenix on Thursday, three thirty our time. It gets underway. I was talking to Damien Martin here in these studios just the other day, and he says the Wildcats don't match up that well against the Phoenix, and it might be a bit of an uncomfortable match for them if they get through that. It might be a bit more clear sailing uh, for the remainder of the playoffs. Yeah, and I think that's probably a fair assessment. And I think what he's talking about in particular, uh, there are a couple of guys that are pretty hard to, to guard for um, for Melbourne, and that would be for South East. Uh, obviously, uh, Mitch Creek, he's a hard matchup because if you put a bigger guy on him, you can get past him quickly. If you put a smaller guy on him, he's really strong and can get to the bucket quite quite easily and finish over them. But the biggest one for me, and for me, the, the catalyst for the Wildcats is... Uh, Deshaun Thomas, when he's playing well, 
and being aggressive, it opens it up for everybody else because the defence can't just stay out attached to the perimeter scorers. They have to actually help out a little bit if he's going to work. The problem is, and this is where I think Damo's talking, the big guy, the guy they call Big Source over there, um, Williams for Aaron mm-hmm. Williams for uh, Melbourne, uh, he is very, very good. And he is a very, very, very strong man. And I think that's where the problem's going to lie. I'm not sure that Thomas can, can hold him. The last couple of games they've played, uh, Williams has had the better of that matchup. And I think that will go a long way towards the game. So if Thomas can lift his game and hold source so he's just, uh, you know, reasonable, or even if he just plays him even, you know, if he can play him even, then I reckon they're half a chance. But if he gets, uh, if he gets belted in that matchup, that's going to make it very, very hard for the game for the Cats. And I think it will be an uncomfortable one for them. Everyone's talked about Bryce Cotton. He had an indifferent last two games. He was good on Friday, not so good on Sunday from all reports. So outside Bryce, because we know he's a match winner on any day, who are the other players that are so vital for the Perth Wildcats to stand up uh, so they can beat the South East Melbourne Phoenix on Thursday? Is it the likes of Travis and maybe Corey Webster? Yeah, it, it absolutely is. You know, when you look at the game on on Sunday... Bryce was one of 19 off the floor. Now, that's on, unheard of. It just doesn't happen. You know, it was an anomaly. And I think South East would, uh, would not do well to say, oh, well, he'll do that again, because we know that'll never happen. Um, but the guys that stepped up in that game were your Brady Mannix. He stepped up. He had like 24 points. Uh, Corey, William, uh, Corey uh, Webster had the same. Travers had 23. He was really, really good. And those guys stepped up, and I think even um, Jesse came off the bench and had double figures. I think he had 10 or 12. So, you know, they need that. That's what they need, that, that mixed scoring. If they allow Bryce to be the only scorer, it's too easy to guard. He'll get his, but if they can stop everybody else, then the Cats lose the game. But with the rest of the guys stepping up like that, um, then it makes it very hard, and they're a tough guard. But... Um, I actually think when you look at the game, um, for me, I I kind of analyse the game when I'm watching it. And and we've been saying all year that the thing that the Wildcats have struggled with is defence and rebounding. Now, they work on the theory they're going to outscore their opposition. Well, you can't do that in playoffs because defence wins playoff games. It's as simple as that. On Sunday, they played defence and they won the rebound count for, I think, the first time all season. Mm. Now, it's no coincidence that you win the game when you do that. So what I'm hoping is that they look at that and go, oh, well, there's a bit of a, a bit of a formula there. If we play some decent defense and we can get on the boards and help out there, well, that's going to help us go. So that's what I'm thinking. So you need those other guys scoring, but you need a collective mindset that they're going to rebound and play defense. And if they can do that, then they can go deep into these playoffs. If they can't, it's going to be a one game and they're done. Yeah, that was going to be my next question, actually. Uh, how deep can they go in the playoffs? And and you've answered that. But saying that, you know, they've beaten the Kings twice in recent times. But are Sydney Kings still the standout team after finishing as minor premiers? Yeah, absolutely. I think they are. They're, they're so deep. That's the thing. That's the difference between them and the Wildcats, for example. The Wildcats... Um, John really's decided to go fairly shallow in his bench, so he's not giving any of the uh, the guys from probably about seven down any time, which 
you know, is something that can hurt you if you get into foul trouble or guys get hurt or anything like that. Sydney go, they go 10 deep, mate. They can put anybody on the floor at any time and they really don't lose a lot. Um, and their top players are top echelon, but the guys coming off the bench are really good and play a similar style and just fit in nicely. So they go so deep and they go way deeper than any other team. And I think that is going to be the difference between them having a legitimate shot at winning the championship and anybody else. Good on you, mate. Thanks for joining us, Mike. Uh, lovely to chat to you. Always enjoy having a chat about your beloved Wildcats. And uh, good luck to them on Thursday night. No doubt you'll be watching. Thanks for your time. Good on you, Peter. Thank you, mate. Good on you. Mike Ellis, uh, former Perth Wildcats captain. What a champion. What an outstanding leader he was. It's a quarter to six uh, for Kia. This is Sports Day WA with Peter Vlahos. You can join us any time on the Temper of Bedshed text machine 0487 736 736.